film has been or will be released the greatest of all time. This show will find that film. This is the greatest film of all time, according to me. But, Brandon. Welcome to the show. We're back, baby. I did it in episode two. Uh, just, I mean, it's full disclosure. It's been a couple weeks since I recorded the last one. I'm kind of banking a few of these to come out. Uh, so I'd never miss a week. Um, but so I've, I've done some reflection and, uh, days of thunder is still my favorite film of all time. And it's the best, best film of all time. <laughs> the greatest, what is the name of the show? doesn't matter. Um, so that hasn't changed. Uh, but what has changed is my <laughs> feelings when I listened to that theme song. It just feels so creepy. Uh, I think I'm okay with it though. So new, new episode, new movie. Uh, another movie will enter into the canon of this, this program. <laughs> and that movie is a little film called Convoy. Waiting for applause. Should be done soon. Okay. Uh, this was recommended to me by my friend, uh, Wynn, uh, Wynn Merwin. If you ever listen to this, I probably don't appreciate it. Uh, he also has, I I believe never seen it. So, you know, he can speak to the quality of the film. (laughs) So I, I don't know very much about it. Um, before we get into it, I need to talk a little bit about the cutie scene on the love is blind reunion. (laughs) Uh, I'm just kidding. I really want to. I told my wife that I'm pretty sure I could talk about that scene every week forever. Uh, and I'd probably never run out of things to say, uh, which is true if you ask her, because I am probably just ruining her day by continuing to talk about it. And at this point, uh, I'm recording it <laughs> months before it comes out. This This episode comes out. I feel like the world is probably still a little shook by it. And I hope that, uh, (laughs) you know what? I won't give my opinion in case the tide swings. (laughs) Anyways, if if this is still a thing in a few months, um, I'm going to be willing to make a weekly show uh, about where we just talk about the cutie scene. And, uh, this is my promise to you, my, uh, my loyal listener out there. I'm assuming there's one, maybe, maybe not. (sighs) Well, I just got sad. (laughs) (laughs) okay so convoy uh what do i know about the movie convoy uh i didn't know it existed until my friend my friend uh hey kate would you like to say something about convoy she just shook her head uh are you sure (laughs) okay well i'll get her on the record later um (laughs) i didn't know this movie existed as I said, but it's based on the song <laughs> inexplicably. And I don't have any idea how that's possible. I do know the song. Um, it's a CW McCall. I think that's the initials. And my mom loved playing the song. We would go on like road trips. Um, usually to like my dad, uh, we would meet my dad halfway to West Virginia from Georgia. And we would listen to a, like a CD that, probably was a a mixed cd like one of those like compilation 
things that come out probably for road trips uh so this song would play a lot i don't think i know the words because it's a lot of spoken word uh cb doc but you know it's like we got Drake the convoy riding through the night <laughs> i'll here, here's my other promise to you the loyal listener i will also listen to the song um probably before no after because i want to i want to see how much the movie got right when i listened to the song (laughs) um yeah so this i don't know a lot about this uh i know the cover art is uh and i've now seen it's like it's pretty pretty sexy give it a google guys uh (laughs) like i don't know it's going to have a convoy of trucks. Uh, I'm assuming we're going to hear that song. Uh, I don't know how long it could be. It has to be like an hour, barely. Like what, where is the substance to this? But look, I'm excited? Question mark? I don't know. Um, yeah, we're going to check this thing out. And uh, I'll let you know, guys. Uh, does it dethrone Days of Thunder? Does it dethrone the wheelchair race scene from Days of Thunder? Uh, I guess we're going to find out. Okay, take two. Um, uh, full disclosure, uh, we tried this once, and that's right, I said we... Because we have a guest. I do exist. It's my wife. Her name's Kate. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show tonight. It Thanks. was nice to actually hear the interstitial this time. I didn't hear it the first time around because I wasn't connected. So I can't. I can't wait to play you the theme song of the podcast. Yeah, it's weird. Mm. Well, it's a Brandon production, so yeah. I would expect nothing less. But usually that means like a rap song, and this is not. This was like, it's just weird. All right. You'll see. It might end up changing by the time. <laughs> it probably will. It usually does. Up. We got to keep them on their toes. That's right. We do. Um, <laughs> thanks for joining us. So, you you watched Convoy. I did along with me. I was along for the ride on the convoy. So before I did not know what I was signing up for. To be fair, I just knew it was a short enough film where I'll stay awake for this. But was it short? It was long. For what it was, it I was thought, extremely long. I like the it was convoy, be like sixty minutes. <laughs> it's based on a a song. You knew it was a feature film, so it I had to be longer. Than I actually that. didn't know that. I didn't know anything besides uh, the cover art being Chris Christopherson uh, shirtless with a girl <laughs> draped around his arms. <laughs> Look, this was nineteen seventy eight. That was how you sold tickets to the movie theater. I mean, you still sell them that way to some extent. Yeah, do you? No, I think every (laughs) new poster is like 17 faces in the same coloration because they're all Marvel or Star Wars movies. Mm. Sometimes you get the back to back. Like you think about like the Lost City, Channing Tatum, Sandra Bullock, buddy comedy style. Melissa McCarthy, Jason Bateman, proposals, another Sandra Bullock classic with Ryan uh, Reynolds. uh, Yep. Two Canadians. Mm -hmm. She's Canadian. I don't know. (laughs) Let's <laughs> confidently said that. I don't you know. said it so I think confidently. because she's filmed so many movies in Canada, I've just kind of assumed that she is, but I'm probably wrong there. I don't know. I know he is because I accidentally realized that halfway through a movie script, I wrote, 
where one of the characters yep. was Ryan Reynolds playing an American, and then I had to retrofit a storyline that he's been lying for years. It's only now we know that his American accent is his true accent. Yep. <laughs> so we watched it, and before we watched it, I, I went over some things that I knew about this movie. and uh, it, it was a pretty short list. Yeah, it was... Uh, it's based on a song. I wasn't confident on the singer. I said C.W. McCall. I was right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I know. And it's got a convoy in it. A long convoy. And honestly, I don't know that I know more than that. <laughs> well, we know they must have discovered slow-mo shortly before this movie was filmed. Guys, the slow-mo in the fight scene in the bar where two cops get their asses kick for no- their butts are handed to them on a silver diner platter. Look, ACAB, but <laughs> they didn't. Those two cops that came in didn't do anything. No, but they were backing up the crooked cop. So clearly, yeah. So I guess bad man pajamas. It's true, ACAB. You're you're right. But we're <laughs> skipping ahead. We got to start at the beginning of the convoy, pre convoy. It was not a convoy to start. It was just a group. Of three truckers, yep. led by the man, the myth, the duck. Rubber duck. <laughs> RB Trucking. That's the name of his company. Patterson, New Jersey. Shout out. That, that was the other truck, though. Oh, dang it. That's the next truck that I want to talk about. Pigpen. Mm. <laughs> Love that handle. So I got, I got thoughts on him. I got thoughts on Pigpen. If you haven't watched this movie, get on Tubi. Or uh, Roku TV, check it out, and make note of the accent work that Pigpen is doing. It was a choice. Uh, was it? Was it? Or was it several choices? That's I. <laughs> so half the time I'm like, is this fucking Emerald Gossi? <laughs> and the other half, I was like, dude's definitely talking to Tony Soprano right now. Mm-hmm. It, it was like mm-hmm. wild. And then, spoiler alert, he won an award for worst accent. <laughs> but to be fair, if his truck is from Patterson, New Jersey, I can see him being an Italian mobster type of person. But then if he's trucking a lot in locations down south like Louisiana, like Emerald Lagasse no. is from. Come on. He, he might pick up a couple words here and there. It's the 70s. People were free and loose with their verbiage. I don't uh, I don't know about that. And then there's a third guy. I can't remember his name. Magic Mike? Nope. Uh, wow, wrong film. Uh, no, but he is the expectant father of the film, which will come into play later on. Uh, good dude. Right. Good dude. One of the few people that I think makes it through this movie without uh, me thinking, wow, they're not a good person. Mm-hmm. No, he came out on top. Uh, I will say it was a pleasure to have the subtitles the way they were with the location and the time as the song sung it to me, just in case I might miss the scene development. Arizona, noon. So did you, or like Jaguar pulls up. Did you think it was going to go like that the whole time? No. Oh, I I, I did. I, I was so excited. I was like, there's no way they can play this three minute song for an hour and a half film. And have it line up perfectly. There's no way. Well, no. You would give space. Like, mm. instead of playing the... the oh, I see. Like, just keep playing the same song throughout. 
but unfortunately, they did not do it. They did not. But I did think that it was weird that there was literally zero talking the first ten minutes of the film. Just the song. Yeah. The song and then the first words of the movie. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Twice. <laughs> Twice in a row. Back to back. <laughs> back to back. And we started it off with a partially nude woman in a jaguar taunting rubber duck, which ultimately gets him out of a ticket because yep. he passes on the information to the cop trying to give him the ticket. But I thought, wow. And she tricks him into going to a, a motel to wait for her. And she never shows up. Classic. Because, so I couldn't really follow her storyline. Like, I think she like left her husband. She was clearly running from something, someone or both. And or no, might, no, have taken, married. might have taken their car. She was in white. She was supposed to get married. Right? Because she was supposed to be in Texas to get married. She's supposed to be in New Mexico. Oh. What? Texas is where they end up because that's where he takes father-to-be to jail because that's on the way home because his wife is giving birth. But she's supposed to be in New Mexico. And he's like, no, we're going over here. Hmm. It's not clear most of the time. It's not clear. No, it's very confusing. But she sells basically the car all her possessions, like she makes it to this diner and is ready to start a new life where she runs into Rubber Duck and the boys again. And (laughs) it's weird to me that she sells all her crap Mm -hmm. without a plan, without a driver to get where she needs to go or wants to go or wants to do. But then she had a cab that was supposed to come. Right. That's true. But across state lines like that just seems a little weird. But Rubber Duck shows up, makes out with one of the diner waitresses, who's clearly, like, a stop girlfriend, he who's had, with somebody else. Who we never see. I assume those could be one of the cops, at least, to pull it. Yeah, pull never it see her stuff. boyfriend or husband. We just know he's a bad dude. It's his birthday. so he gets It's Duck's birthday. Her. Yeah, Rubber Duck's birthday. So but before we get there, he sits in the booth with the waitress and makes out with her, turns and sees Widow Woman another trucker and then immediately makes out with her as if to say hello and i was confused i didn't understand the widow woman at any point (laughs) i mean she's a boss lady trucker who's tough as nails there's no way she enjoyed that kiss right in hindsight in 78 she just wasn't out yet (laughs) there's no way but that also might have been part of the joke i don't understand it but the widow means her husband died mm-hmm. because she couldn't have married a woman back then. Mm. Progress. She didn't wear a bra though. So clearly she also flipped her truck and left it. Well, it wasn't on purpose. <laughs> it, was, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but she got, I mean, okay. So at that point they are running from the law because of the bar fight that happens in the diner. So really we should call it a diner fight. So, yeah, I guess it was a diner, but it felt like a bar because of the pool and the cool guy with the hat. We'll yep. talk about the hat. Yeah, there were full pancake stacks, syrup broken. That's right. Just imagine a quintessential truck stop diner where all the action takes place. Imagine it. And there's a crooked cop that the three men came across that extorted them for money dirty. while they were on the road. Dirty Lyle. Dirty Lyle. Dirty Lyle with mustache and all. 1978, folks. I'm gonna pull up names. Who shows up and continues to harass them and is asking where the duck is while he's trying to bone his little 
present rap diner waitress, which doesn't get to happen because of Dirty Lyle. And a fight breaks out when Lyle's buddies show up, the bad mamma jammas we referenced earlier. Hmm, ACB. Chaos ensues. <laughs> they wound all of them. They all survive, but they cause a lot of damage to the diner. Yeah. The owner is not into it. He has a lot of quips about it. Owner slash chef. Yeah. He doesn't need to put up with this, according to his line in the film. He just redecorated. He just redecorated a month ago, people. As someone who's currently undergoing some home construction themselves, I understand his plight. Oh, and we kind of gloss over this. All of this is in slow-mo. Like, they literally... The entire fight. It's wild. I, I wish it lasted... Three times as long, and it was already too long. It was just so fun to see the overacting of every slow-mo jump. Every over, even when they're not, when they were chatting, and it was, get him, jump in. And he's like, I'm waiting for it. Don't tell me when to jump in, I'll jump in when I want. (laughs) When I'm good and ready. And then he jumps in and just fail. He wasn't ready. He was not ready, (laughs) contrary to his popular belief. But... Why is there a pool table in a diner to begin with? I have never seen that. I've seen a jukebox. I've seen the stools at the counter. I've seen the revolving cakes and pies and dessert case. But I've never seen a pool table. I haven't either. And now I'm, like, mad. Like, (laughs) why aren't there? Like, am I going to the wrong diners? Not that I know of. I guess guess we'll find out. I'm going to start stopping at diners more often. Maybe it's a Southwest diner thing. Because we didn't have that in the Northeast. We had diner diners. That's no true. pool table diners. Arizona. Which looked like snow. All the desert looked like snow. It's like, is he driving through time. Yeti country out here? And then we realized there's this bad coloration on the film. Uh, but yeah, post fight, the truckers handcuff the cops to different stools, beat up Dirty Lyle, and hightail it out of there to cross the state line. Because once they cross the state line, in their minds, they will be safe. Yeah, wild. What, like, just unbelievable. Like, I was like, is that how it worked in the 70s? <laughs> Could you just go to a different state? It's over. I mean, you know, fake IDs, pretty legit back then. Yeah, but, like, they literally know. <laughs> they know the truck. They yeah. know the duck. It's going down. They, he knows him. The be- The dirty cop used to be a trucker and knows him. <laughs> He's got his own CB radio in his police car. Oh, so yeah. So he knows Entrapment. when they're coming. Entrapment. So they start this convoy to get across state lines, which is why Widow Woman flips her truck because she takes a turn too hard, and then she hops into a truck with other truckers to continue on her way, leaves all her stuff in the middle of the road, leaves her truck overturned. I am sorry to this man who had paid for this haul. Like, all that lumber is lost. Or her who bought that truck. Yeah. They are not cheap. (laughs) Yeah. She does have a great freakout session on the truck. That let her down around that turn. Yeah, that's pretty good. And she got in the pool hall people's uh, truck mm-hmm. and sat in the middle cool way higher man. than everyone else. Yeah, well, you figure there's probably a hump there. Like, it's not a true seat. Kind of like when you're riding middle seat in the back. Or if there's like a console in the front of a bench seat car. That's what I assumed it was. I guess that's true. It's just that guy was so little next to her. I assumed that... He was farther down. Yeah. Ooh. So... You don't know this because you don't listen to Bigfoot and Bourbon, my other podcast. Scott hits that every single episode, every single episode. And you, then you hear like a jingle of ice in a glass every. He's just letting you know he's still working on it. But this tells me it's not him. It's the setup. Uh, it's 
probably him. It's a setup, though, because you just did it. Well, it's probably him. Okay. I guess, Scott, sorry, <laughs> you're not off the hook. <laughs> uh, so, the, yeah, the convoy starts without a true purpose besides running away. Mm-hmm. And inexplicably, it becomes a political movie. <laughs> It quickly shifts. So all of the action that we've just talked about, we're not even halfway through the film. We paused it to see how much time was remaining to only discover there was over an hour left of the film. It only been 37 minutes. So it's a lot of action right up front, right up front. It really hooks you in. I really thought the convoy was just to get away. Same. But that doesn't align with the song and how long the convoy is supposed to be. See, yeah, I don't even know. I didn't listen to the song until the end of the movie, and then by then I was so tired of Convoy. I wasn't going <laughs> to listen. <laughs> I just pulled the lyrics. So as it gets longer and longer, the CB radios are transmitting their message. People are finding out what happened, and they're joining up in the Convoy for protection for the folks running away, for support of truckers' rights, for... What else is there? They're against the police brutality and targeting. They're It's very unclear because people are just, I'm in, and they get in the convoy. And it doesn't really state a true singular message. So there's a lot of multi-reason yeah. purposes for jumping in on that. The, uh, uh, the reefer Jesus freaks. Mm. There is a bus with a pastor of uh, past truckers who have turned to weed. Honestly, I don't. They don't they fully flesh out those characters. It felt like they call everyone brother. I'm guessing that since I didn't listen to the song and I looked at the lyrics just now, it's so long. My guess is there's a bunch of different types of truckers they list, and then the scene where the guy is interviewing to get what they want for the governor mm-hmm. <laughs> that's going to run for the senate. Uh, I guess he's they're just trying to t- check boxes because I see reefer Jesus truck in here mm-hmm. in the lyrics it doesn't work because there is no unifying purpose but no. the world gets behind them the world gets behind them they wind up in the new state they've taken down the police we've all run off the road dirty lyle is in some car he commandeered from a kid drinking a beer behind the wheel with someone who looked like his mom but turned out to be his girlfriend with flames up the side Sweet to car. run them down and then he proceeds to jump that car through a church sign into a barn where you said, the chickens, the bantams. the bantams, they were all jumping out of the top loft of the barn. I know, but that had to have been real. Like, there's no CGI. They like, did they drive through a barn with birds in it? My guess is because of the way they cut the scene, probably not. They drove the car through a barn set and then because it's just a small cutout window in the top, they probably had people, like, pushing the chickens towards the window to jump out of it. Because there's no way an animal rights person this would allow... This I know, but there were still laws back then. Were there? Yes. You just had to get across the line, and it was okay. <laughs> no, I think, I think it was more above board than that. But it was nuts from a scene perspective in what was coming next in the plot. And then... Once they all get to the convoy, get to safety, nighttime, talking with this wannabe senator, futuristic governor person, you just see a group shower going on in the back of everybody from the convoy. I don't understand. 
like who thought of that like 1970s is it hold on is it in here group shower group shower is that in the lyrics because uh, i don't understand why they made the choices they did no just make it a convoy <laughs> I mean, Rubber Duck rarely wore a shirt, so I think this is their way of, like, getting the ladies in, getting yeah. getting some screen time for them. You know what? I've only seen, like, old Chris Christopherson. Well, they look pretty good, especially at a time when people didn't work out, really. Yeah. He had, like, a good farm boy, muscular tan about him. Yeah, he got dead muscles on a farm. Mm-hmm. 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 That's why Dirty Lyle drove through one, you know? It all comes around. Dirty Lyle was involved so much. He's a local sheriff. And now somehow he work, He works with the FBI in Texas. Or no way. The FBI is in, North, in New Mexico. But then he works with Texas sheriffs mm-hmm. to set up mm-hmm. <laughs> the bait. The poor guy. Uh, I can't remember his name. I'm going to find it out right the now. The soon-to-be father of the trucker trio from the original. Spider Mike. Spider Mike. Uh, Spider Mike is heading home. He, he got word that his his wife is going to have the baby, so he's got to get home. And somehow <laughs> they know to go get him. Well, no. <laughs> Let's put on our thinking caps here. So I, They didn't. Why should I? <laughs> the long convoy is headed one direction, and Spider Mike has to peel off to get back home to support his wife, who's having the baby. In Texas. Well, he at least goes through Texas. I don't know if that's his end state. That's what wasn't clear to me. I thought it was because that's why he went there. Okay. Dirty Lyle knew about the baby being born. Okay. It's a real King Herod situation for Christmas over here. So... I'm not smart enough to understand what you said. uh, King Herod, (laughs) King at the time baby Jesus was born and one of the three kings to go ahead and kill baby Jesus, lead him there so that King Herod could take care of him. It's kind of a similar motif. This sounds familiar now. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... They he dirty Lyle picks up Spider Mike, beats him to a pulp, throws him into Texas jail, and says he'll be the bait to get the duck to come because that's his ultimate target. It's always the duck, and basically they put out the word that they've got him, and so truckers on their CB radios carry it through their trucking routes as they get closer and closer to the duck and pass along the message. And once yep. he hears. He and a group of, you know, several truckers from the convoy peel out to go get their boy yep. and save him from Dirty Lyle, who assumes the duck will show up alone. Why you would think that, I have no idea. But he doesn't. He brings plenty of reinforcements. And this is after the governor and Lyle and all of them were in a helicopter using a CB radio to try to contact them to figure yeah. out stuff that did not work, which is why we got to this bait perspective in the first place. Yeah, not a, like as we talk about it, so many things happen. But oh, there's the other guest, Finn. Mm-hmm. He, He's got thoughts too. So much stuff happened, but none of it mattered. <laughs> so it's like, like they had that weird off-road uh, chase mm-hmm. that I forgot about. In which the dust. It looked cool. That's probably the reason they did it. But then also, they I forgot that he his truck was like a bomb, too. <laughs> Well, he was carrying liquid something that was explosive. explosive. And he was unwilling to slow down and was gonna willing to die and kill the girl he met. Well, because they had a giant stop set up. Yeah. So all these cars lined the road to get him to stop. And he was like, nope, I'm just going to keep on going. 
it's the most dangerous game of chicken. And he clearly won because they all moved. He did. Uh, it was wild. So, okay, so there's a part. So all this kind of happens. And then I'm trying to piece it together in my head now. When was the little rally they went to? Was that at the same time? The little rally? Yeah, they went to the rally for the governor because he's going to run for Senate. And they agreed to go pretend to be behind him because the convoy was so popular. Do you do you not remember those? I vaguely <laughs> do, but it was so short. Was that the end? Was it after they go get I think Spider so because I feel like it was outdoors. Yeah, it was. And, and then they just decide like, screw this and leave. Yep. Because they don't like his pol- I don't understand. No one had true politics either. Not no. really. No. Like, I just don't. But at the end of the day, Spider Mike was saved. Yep. Alive. Able to be reunited with his wife and baby, we assume. <laughs> we cut to Duck back on the road with the little lady accompanying him. Melissa. Melissa. Yeah, I looked it up. I don't know that they ever really say her name. I Duck never calls her by her name. So unless the girls in the diner do, and I just forgot, which is very possible. She may say, like, my name is Melissa (laughs) once. (laughs) They're together, trucking on the road. Forever. Oh, man, some of these names. You ready? Oh, are these all the CB handles? Um, I'm yeah, (laughs) they gotta be. Um, Big Nasty. I do remember Mm -hmm. Big Nasty. Pack rat, mm-hmm. white rat, <laughs> old iguana. Oh, that's leathery. Lizard tongue. Ooh. Bald eagle. Sneaky snake. <laughs> Rosewell. Frick. I don't think those are bookmen. Chief Stacy. Oh, okay, those are probably just people that work at the sheriff's place. Fish. Jesus freak, Jesus freak, Jesus freak. There's a lot of Jesus freaks listed. A lot of on the brother bus, for sure. Bart, Bubba. Yeah, that's it. I feel like they said a lot more names. Maybe they just didn't get credited in IMDb. It's possible. So, they they win? <laughs> the end? The convoy Who was wins? created. It saved the day for their friend Killer Mike. And then it disbanded just as quickly as it arose. And it, well, not before the governor tried to use it for an endorsement. That the convoy was going to endorse him. It's almost as if the convoy was ready to make a statement about truckers' rights. And like, yeah, we're hightailing out of here because we beat up people in self-defense. Because they started this and they're crooked cops. And like, we're not the bad guys here. And people took up that cause of... Because they kind of insinuate that in the beginning with Dirty Lyle, too, and how he's been out for the duck for years and years and years. Yeah. And uh, Dirty Lyle calls himself Papa Bear. Well, that was his old handle. Mm-hmm. He used to be a trucker, but you're not going to get him in no union. No. <laughs> but that that's another statement that we're still facing today with unions. So it's almost as if they were like, okay, like we're making a statement all together, and it's by the truckers, for the truckers, about the truckers. And then it gets to the point where... Politicians want to capitalize it and use it as a platform for themselves, but not do anything about it. And they're like, nah, fam, not okay. for us. We're out of here. All right. You're, you're making it sound better to me. But I'm not here for the man. In the moment, it does not come across well Well, that's that because way. they don't ever truly say what the convoy's about. Right. It's, and, it's literally them running from the police. And that's because <laughs> it's about nothing. 
And I say that with love after just saying it's, you know, by truckers, for truckers, by truckers, because I think it became something, but they were all in it to support one another. And it didn't matter when they joined, how they joined, why they joined. They just knew their trucker buddy is in dire straits. We're here to help. So it's almost like he did, he starts this convoy because he's mad, frustrated at the status quo. And then someone helps him craft the narrative that they need to have as a convoy later. Yeah. Cause primarily it was, we have to escape because we shouldn't face the consequences that will be doled out since they're not fair and it's not yeah. true what happened. And the dirty cops are going to do whatever that dirty law wants to do. But then as more joined up, it was like, wow, this is a movement because it's not just this one incident. We can all point to when we were on the road getting fleeced for the cash that we had in our pockets from dirty cops. We were all, um, you know, targeted because of our, our speeds or because of our size or because of what have you. I mean, I think it grew into something. And as soon as they realized someone else, Jesus. <laughs> okay, I'm going to cut this out of the podcast. But at this point, the sting for the end of last episode that we recorded over just played. Maybe I'll leave it in. Oh. <laughs> this happens a lot on my other podcast. I think I had a heart attack. Oh. Wow. I didn't mean to scare you. That was so unexpected and loud. It's almost like when you're at an award show and they start playing the music, like, wrap it up, honey. But scarier. But so much <laughs> scarier and so heavy and loud. I told you that it's a, it's a weird theme song. That's the theme song? It's part of it, yeah. Oof. Gotta workshop that. I know. We'll see. <laughs> It'll probably get changed. But... I think you were close to the end of your point. I was. I was. That was a nice wrap up. So what'd you think? Favorite movie of all time? <laughs> well, uh, what's your short list to pull from so far? Two? Yeah, I only have two so far. Mm, mm-hmm. um, so I have a list of things of uh, why I think it's my favorite movie and why I don't think it's my favorite movie. All right. Let me look at what I have. Um, why it's my favorite uh, the fact it was written after a song. And not just written, they wrote it, cast it, shot it, edited it, Write it produced it, 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 edit, put it out into the world. Upgrade it. It's insane that it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris Christopherson loved him. Hottie. He fe- <laughs> That's not why, but <laughs> sure, yeah. He, he gave me vibes of like... Um, Oh, shoot. What's his name? He plays Santa Claus in Christmas Chronicles. Kurt Russell. Yeah. I got like Kurt Russell vibes a little bit. Yeah. Young Kurt Russell. I could yeah. definitely see that. Like this. Uh, CB talk. Mm. D- dude, I could do CB talk all day. Mm-hmm. What's your handle? Did you think one yet? I have not. I thought about calling it CBT and then I was like, mm, that sounds too much like CBD. And then people would get confused. Yeah. Especially CB if they're high off their CBD gummies. Mm-hmm. Y'all slackers i do i would want to pick a handle that's memorable and personal to me so i'm so not sure what i would need go more with time. okay so well uh, next episode I'll, I'll give an update uh whenever you decide on it it'll, it'll be a call, a call signs when we start the show yeah oh you're gonna be are you gonna join me next time too well next time i join i don't know if it'll be next oh, episode or not gosh, we'll see breaker breaker one nine i haven't picked my next movie so we'll have to figure that out mm, on the show mm-hmm. um other things i liked Oh, I wrote down the accent that Pigpen has because it's insane. Why isn't it my favorite movie? Um, the fact that it was written after a song. 
It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it's really both. Um, uh, let's see. It was it, too long. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Too long. It should have been, okay, it has to be future, 80 minutes max. And, like, most of it should just be driving through stuff like it was at times. Um, it, they didn't do a great job of pacing. It was all the action smushed together and then a lot of talking. But that's what the stupid song is. It's just talking and then, we had a great big convoy. But then they talk for, like, a minute. Break a break a one nine. This is rubber duck. Come here, See, rubber I'm, duck. See, I'm fine with that. But I'm even just talking about Chris Christopherson walking around in the shower pits and then lady giving away your possessions. Like, it was just a lot of amped up and then boring and vice versa. Yeah. And like that part didn't even land for me until literally you said it. We watched the movie together. Uh, I thought her car was actually broken down. She was selling to pay for it. <laughs> like, for mm. a while. Mm. No. <laughs> for a as long as it's been since we watched it. Uh, one of the notes I had is, I don't understand what this convoy was about, but now maybe I do. Uh, I guess the part I don't like is how well they <laughs> did that. <laughs> Didn't like it. Um, and the whole Senate thing, I just don't understand. <laughs> Same. I'm sure, though, and this is something that you have to do almost retroactively with movies that are a few decades old is putting it in context of when it was put out. So is there something going on that this would have been an immediate call out to that audience that we just don't resonate with because of the time? I thought that could be because I I was like, oh, could this be like something at Reagan? But that's Jimmy Carter. So, I mean. Or who was the governor that was making a play on Senate that, or there was a trucker's rights thing. Like, I don't know. I I don't know. That could be because, like, if something popped up and you're like, "Well, well, you got that convoy song. Why don't we just make that a movie and address the <laughs> political the convoy landscape? in the room?" Okay, so those are what weighed on my decision, um, and I'm I'm happy to announce mm. that convoy comes in for me at number two. <laughs> oh, number two out of two. Yeah, I'd- second and. Last place. I like Days of Thunder better. It it made a lot more sense to me. And it, it, it had the same action. It's just driving. <laughs> um, it just convoy. Uh, I think is boring and sucks. <laughs> and it's my second favorite movie of all time. There was some cool action in there, but I, I could have gone away with a forty five minute or for that. I I like that's all. Like it felt like half of not even half. A quarter of the movie was like smoking the bandit, like having mm-hmm. fun racing. That stuff was cool. Agreed. Everything else was just stupid. <laughs> oh, no, that's not true. Slow-mo fight scene and chase scenes. That's all I want. And then handles. Use your handles. Pigpen. Mm-hmm. They called him Pigpen because his, uh, he, he was hauling animals that he was driving through the desert with. Yep. I mean, they got a nice breeze. He was going way too fast. They were also suffocating from all of the dirt on them. Did yeah. you see those trucks? Yeah, that wasn't great. Didn't so there's that. my top five movies, but really? <laughs> there's only two. I do have my top five scenes of all time because there's more than one scene in every movie. So I have five. Mm, okay, so they are from these two movies. That's my question. Let's, let's start at the, the bottom on this one. Number five. There's this like weird road rage scene in the movie Days of Thunder that it's inexplicable. He like has 
uh, Nicole Kidman in the car with him, and he like runs into a cabbie on purpose and then chases him. It's wild. Uh, number four, <laughs> at the end of a movie about racing, uh, him and his like crew chief foot race down the track at the end of the movie. And that's Any it. race is a good race. So that's number four. Number three, Dirty Lyle flying through the church sign mm. into the uh, <laughs> the barn. Yeah, the, he does go through a billboard before he hits the barn. That's something about uh, love Jesus, tell a friend. Take me, take, take me to church. Take me something. to church or bring a friend to church. <laughs> no, it didn't say the Hosier song because you would have sung it immediately watching the film, which makes me think it was... Bring your friend to church. Yeah, I think it was that. Number two, the wheelchair race scene from Days of Thunder. They they both have been in the hospital. And they just race in wheelchairs down Any the hallway. Any race is a good race. And like they're way too into it in a way that I'm like, I think they actually want to beat the other one at this. Like they were committed. Michael Rooker of uh, Walking Dead fame or uh, Zazu? Nope, that's the bird. In Lion King. That's Gilbert Godfrey. Uh, uh, whatever. No, 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 no. Gilbert Gottfried is the other bird. Oh, no, he's Iago <laughs> in Aladdin. You're right. I'm confusing my Disney birds. Let me reel that right back. Yeah, Zazu is British. And, yeah. and then Zazu is John Oliver in the new one. I haven't seen it, though. I haven't seen the new one either. Maybe we'll see it for the show. We'll see. And number one. You ready? Um. On the edge of my seat. Do you know what it is? No. It's the bar fight scene with slow mo. Mm, the slow mo. Of course it is. Of course it is. How are we going to beat that? Never. We're never going to beat that. I think it's appropriate that you chose Days of Thunder as your top spot, and they took three of the five scenes comparatively to two from. But my favorite scene was from Convoy. I know, but that doesn't outweigh. They are my two favorite scenes. Quantity in, quality in that movie by far. Yeah. Um. Well, that's it. That's a convoy. It was a great big convoy. Uh, we drove that truck and convoy all, on into the night. Mm. I don't know what it really is. Really sold that one. Oh, the lyrics are in front of me. Let me see. Because <laughs> we got a mighty convoy rocking through the night. Yeah, we got a mighty convoy. Ain't she a beautiful sight? Come on and join our convoy. Ain't nothing getting in our way. Nothing gonna get in our way. We're gonna roll this trucking convoy across the USA. Convoy. Uh, 10 4 Pigpen, what's your 20? <laughs> I can't believe the names are in here. Pigpen, Rubber Duck. God, it's so lazy. Or true to the song. Or brilliant. <laughs> what's my next movie? They gotta know what to watch for next one. I would love so I don't know that I have a favorite movie I've got movies that I like for different situations like comfort watch or when you're sick or when you're like needing something on the background are you or, trying to steal my thing this is my thing I I know <laughs> but I'm just saying I don't have one that I could pick for you but for the next show are you looking for a holiday film are you looking for a non-holiday film so we are fi- we are recording this not filming in November, but these aren't coming out till January. Mm, okay. I'm trying to back bank bank ah, trying to bank some because we're having a baby. That's true. That's true. In case you you didn't know out there, 
in like late February, everything's going to become a kids movie. Mm-hmm. Paddington. Paddington, Paddington too. too. Mm. We can't talk about it. It's, it's not canon on the show. We can't talk about it. So what I would suggest to you was one of my favorite movies growing up. And I think you would have an interesting perspective on 10 Things I Hate About You. It's based on the Shakespeare's... Taming the of the Shakespeare, Shrew. Shakespeare play, Taming of the Shrew. And incredible casting. Very Joker. 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 Heath Ledger is in it. Uh, incredible casting, very 90s. The secret role, secret life of Alex Mack is in it. Alex Mack is in it. Like JGL, her. Joseph Gordon Levitt, little like baby him. JGL. Uh, Julia Stiles, obviously, in the starring role of Cat. You're but telling me too much information. I, you could read this on the IMDb page. I don't like to read before. I only look at sexy Chris Christopherson <laughs> photos and then watch movies. You're on a watch list somewhere now because of that. But well, I think I'm that I think that would be a no because you're, so... you're looking at seventies shirtless <laughs> dude pics. <laughs> no, I think that will be a good one for okay. you to have an interesting perspective on. We just had you watch a movie based on a song. Now you can watch one based on Shakespeare, a play. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you heard that, listener. There's got to be one, right? I hope it's not gonna be you, is it? No. It's unbelievable. My wife, ladies and gentlemen. It's unbelievable. Uh, or, let's be honest, gentlemen. Um, <laughs> that's not true. My si- no, my sister hate movies. Hate My sister hate movies. She loves Elf, though. Yeah, but if I do Elf, it's going to be in my top five forever. So I, I have to wait to get to that. That's fair. That's fair. Unlike Days of Thunder. And potentially Convoy. Convoy cannot last. I cannot wait. To are see you, how the rankings change next. Are you going to be pissed if uh, it's third next year? Next week? Ten things I hate about you? Yeah. Oh, it won't be. What, I have no doubt about that. What if I hate it? Well, then there's something inherently wrong with you. Well, that is true. Well, that's what this <laughs> show is about. <laughs> All right, that's it. Any parting words? Just ready to take this convoy on the road and start... I don't know. All right, we ran out of time. Bye.